This is the Sergio Rodriguez Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Sergio Rodriguez Show, a show unlike any other. Today, week 11 in the NFL. A week that, when we discuss this in a couple of minutes, is going to come across or basically be the defining week in what sorted out essentially all of the playoff teams for the NFL. And it was weird because I'm sitting here believing that, and I've been saying this now for about eight or nine weeks, that these NFL playoffs are going to be better than we have had in a long time. But looking at the standings after all of the results of week 11, I can probably tell you right now that in the AFC, we're playing for eight, that only eight teams are playing for seven spots. And realistically, in the NFC, there's only one spot left. And I'm going to break that down for you. When we start, we're going to do a little bit of a different show today because we have the abbreviated week with the Thursday games that are going to start. We're just going to run down the scores for you real quick from this previous week, make a couple of points, but I do want to break down the AFC and NFC playoff scenarios, which I feel are already crystal clear. And then we're going to look ahead to hopefully help you guys since everyone's going to be at home and everyone's going to be gambling just to give you guys a couple of picks. The Sergio Rodriguez picks, I believe, again, three and two this past week. So we keep on plugging along and staying uh, a handful of games over 500. Before we get started, Fairfield Physical Therapy, located in Fairfield, New Jersey, in the Fairfield Commons, G106 is owned and operated by Justin Solotov, who has over 20 years of experience in the field of orthopedic physical therapy. Call Justin at 973-276-1313 and stop living with pain and discomfort. Epic Car Service recognizes the number one car service in the New York City area by medical transportation standards located in the Bronx, New York. Epic will make your commute a safe and comfortable experience. Call Epic at 718-401-3742 or 844-666-6278. Let's go down the scoreboard really quickly and what's an abbreviated Sergio Rodriguez show for this week. Ravens 34-20 over the Bengals. That was the Thursday game. The biggest thing from there, two major injuries. One to Andrews, the tight end in Baltimore, and obviously... One to Joe Burrow, which knocks him out for the year. Uh, tough blow for Cincinnati because I really believe that they had found their rhythm. It was a shame that they lost a week before, but I felt that they were a team that was going to be a problem for some in the playoffs. And now with Joe Burrow gone, essentially the season's over. Cowboys 33-10 to over the Panthers. A better performance than I thought from the Cowboys on the road and on grass. The Browns, 13-10 over the Steelers. We know the Browns can play defense. I said to somebody before the game started, 
if every possession for the Browns ends in a kick, they will win this game. And that's exactly what happened. The Texans, 21-16 over the Cardinals. The Texans go over the five-and-a-half win mark, which we had one of the picks that we gave early in the year. The Texans playing some really good football. Jaguars bounce back in a strong way offensively, 34-14 over the Titans. The Dolphins in a sloppy game, a game where they really did nothing, really only had to do enough to beat the Raiders 20-13. Detroit steals one from the Bears. The Bears were up 26 to, they were up 26, I'm trying to remember, it was 26-14 actually, with about three minutes to go in the game. Detroit scores, gets a stop, scores again, and wins 31-26, saving a lot of people who had them in the suicide pool. The Packers, 23-20 over the Chargers, essentially ending the Chargers season. The Giants go on the road and beat the Commanders 31-19. We had Lake Lewis on last week trying to tell us that the Commanders were a competent team. I fought him on that, and obviously I was right. You can't lose at home to a mediocre, at best, team like the Giants. In fact, I don't even think they're mediocre. They're below mediocre. They're really bad, and they made Tommy DeVito look like a like a legitimate NFL quarterback. The 49ers, 27-14 to 14 over Tampa Bay. Nothing much there. The Bills, 32-6 to 6 over the Jets. We knew the Jets could not score, and particularly they were not going to score against the Bills. Now another uh, quarterback change for the Jets. Zach Wilson is out. The Rams, 17-16 over the Seahawks. I was shocked the Seahawks lost this game. They gave up 10 fourth-quarter points, uh, including a field goal with about a buck 30 to lose that game in L.A. I was shocked that Seattle lost that game. It would have been a game that would have locked up a playoff spot. Now, look, I think they're one of those teams that already has a playoff spot in the NFC, but that would have definitely secured it uh, mathematically. The Broncos, 21-20 over the Vikings. The Vikings gave this game away. Just basically gave this game away. And the Broncos are 5-5 now. They've done a decent job treading water, but I just can't see. I could see a small path for them to challenge for a playoff spot, but I don't believe it's going to happen, and I'll break down why. And Philadelphia on Monday night goes into Kansas City, gets outplayed Basically, the first two and a half quarters finds a way to take the lead late. The Eagle, the the Chiefs with a Kelsey with a fumble inside the ten going in, and then one of a numerous drop passes in the game for Chiefs receivers. A walk in touchdown with about a minute and change left in the game that would have given them the lead was a flat drop, and the Eagles now go to 9-1 and one and sit atop at basically the power rankings in the NFL. Now, let's discuss the playoff scenarios. So, obviously, we get seven teams that go in to, in each division. Here are the teams who I believe are eliminated in the AFC. Jets, Pats, Cincinnati, 
Indianapolis. Now, Cincinnati is 5-5, five and five, but with this quarterback situation, I just can't see them getting to that number of nine, which I think is going to be needed to make the playoffs. Indy, Tennessee, Denver, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Now, of all those teams, the only one that's got a puncher's chance is Denver. Why? Well, they're 5-5. Five and five. The issue for them is that even though they're 5-5, five and five, their next three games are all on the road. All on the road. At Houston, at Chargers, at Detroit. They are more likely to go 0-3 than they are to go 2-1, in my opinion. So the question becomes, how do they get to that number? Because obviously, that's going to be something. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that because they have Cleveland before that. They have Cleveland and then those three games. So even if they get to six and five, okay, if they get to six and five and win at Cleveland at home against Cleveland, which will be rough, but let's even if we give them that win, even if they go one and two, they're at seven wins. Then they end the season with the Pats, the Chargers again, and at the Raiders. There is a path to nine. There is a path to nine. But my concern is that they're more likely to go 0-3 in that stretch of at Houston, at Chargers, and at Detroit after the Cleveland game than they are to go 2-1 to secure a playoff spot. Or if they go 1-2, and two, can, they, they, can they then go 2-1 and one to finish off the season particularly with two divisional games at the end of this season. I'm going to put them on the no list. I'm going to put them out, and that leaves essentially eight teams for seven spots. And those eight teams, in my opinion, are going to be the Dolphins, the Bills, the Ravens, the Browns, the Steelers, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Chiefs. Now, we know the Chiefs are going to make it because of the division. We know there's the Jaguars and the Texans, one of them has to make it. I would probably tell you the odd man out is going to be either the Steelers or the Texans. That's my opinion. Now, I know a lot of people are down on Buffalo right now. But I have to believe that they're going to figure out a way to get to 10 wins and get in. Let's look at Buffalo's schedule for a second here. Buffalo. Okay. At the Eagles. At the Chiefs. Cowboys. Man, that's a bear of a schedule. Can they get? I think they could get at least one of those and get to seven. And then I see them winning at least the next, you know, getting to 10 could be rough for them because they end at Miami. The question becomes if Miami's clinched, what are they doing to play that game? That's going to be very interesting for them. But 
what I'm looking at with this schedule, particularly with the next three for Buffalo, is that if they only go one and two, and they're sitting at seven and seven with three games left, they could be in a tiebreaker scenario with a lot of teams moving forward. I might have to reconsider that Denver is out situation. But I'm going to stick with it for now. In the NFC, we got the flip side, right? Because I think in the NFC, it's a lock of who's in and who's out. Washington, Giants, Green Bay, Chicago, Carolina, Rams, and the Cardinals are all out. And then the Saints, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay are all playing for one spot. You won't see a second team out of that division. There's not going to be a wild card team. So essentially, Philly, Dallas, Detroit, Minnesota, San Francisco, and Seattle are locks. And they will be a seventh team, which will be one of the Saints, Atlanta, or Tampa Bay. I believe it's going to be the Saints. And that's how the C, that's how the playoff scenario right now breaks down. A little intrigue in the AFC, zero, zero intrigue in the NFC moving forward. We're going to talk about the games next week. I'm going to go down the lines real quick. Like I said, an abbreviated Sergio Rodriguez show for this week because of the holidays. And then next week, we have a college basketball show coming up. We have our NFL show coming up. And we're going to try to pop somebody up to discuss a little hot stove baseball. So you're going to probably get three shows next week on the Sergio Rodriguez show. Stan Sports Center. Stan Sports Center is your local full-service authorized team dealer for all of your favorite sports brands. Family-owned and operated. Stan's has probably supplied apparel, uniforms, equipment, varsity jackets, and much more for the entire tri-state area since 1946. Find them online at stansportctr.com and contact them today for your sporting goods needs. Stan Sports Center, the official sponsor of the gambling portion of the Sergio Rodriguez show. Thursday, three games. Detroit is a seven and a half point favorite. The total's 47 at home against Green Bay. I think Detroit had their scare last week. You're not going to see them come out flat two weeks in a row. Green Bay struggles offensively. I just cannot see them going on the road on a short week and beating Detroit. The Cowboys are a 12-and-a-half-point favorite over the Commanders. The total's 48-and-a-half. I could see a lot of points in this game. You know, the funny thing is, if this game was an 8- or a 9-point spread, I would tell you that Washington is the play. It's a lot of points in a divisional game. But the 12 and a half almost seems like they're begging you to bet Washington in this game. So be careful if you're betting. San Francisco's a seven-point favorite on the road against Seattle. Again, that line seems like a lot. I'm probably going to go Seattle if I, if I have to play something in that game. But San Francisco should win that game on the road. Friday night, the first ever Black Friday game, okay? And it's actually not even Friday night. It's Friday night. It's a Friday 1 o'clock game. Oh, no, it's a 3 o'clock game. It's a 3 o'clock game here. Miami is a 9-point favorite at the Jets, so be careful with traffic if you're driving in the East Rutherford area. Miami is a 9-point favorite on the road against the Jets. You see, here's another one of those games. 
I wish Zach Wilson was playing because at least I know what I'm going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get from the, the Jets this game offensively, but I'm assuming I'm getting nothing, right? I just, historically speaking, Miami tends to struggle in New York. Nine points is a lot. You got a lot of big spreads. This is a game you probably should not touch, but if you do, take the Jets and the points. Take the Jets and the points. Because even if the Jets get to 10, you could get you could get a 17-10 last sec, you know, backdoor field goal cover. It's just a weird, weird line. Jacksonville's a two-point favorite on the road. The total's 48 and a half. That's telling me it's going to be a high-scoring game. In a high-scoring game, give me the home team and the Texans. Indianapolis, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home over Tampa Bay. Stay away. The Patriots are a three-point favorite on the road. The, th- the total is 33-and-a-half. Give me the Giants. Now, the Giants fans, you shouldn't want to win this game, but I think you're going to. Tennessee is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The total's 37 against Carolina. I think this is like stealing candy from a baby. Tennessee is about a touchdown better at home than they are on the road. Pittsburgh is a one-point favorite on the road at Cincinnati, 34-and-a-half, and no Joe Burrow. That line smells funky. Give me Cincinnati and the point. Atlanta is a pick em. The total's 42 at home. Give me the Saints in that game. Arizona's a one-point favorite on the ro- at home. The total's 44-and-a-half. That's a game that you should just not even tune into. Denver is a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The total's 35-and-a-half. I like the Browns in that game. Philadelphia, in a little bit of a shocker, is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The total's 48-and-a-half. If it was two-and-a-half, give me the Eagles. At three-and-a-half, give me Buffalo. A field goal decides this game. Kansas City is a nine-point favorite on the road against the Raiders. Take the Chiefs and lay the nine. Baltimore is a three and a half point favorite on the road against the Chargers. Typical Baltimore, a pair of frauds. uh, 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 Just look, that line is a little telling. When you have a team like Buffalo, uh, I'm sorry, like Baltimore, that's eight and three going on the road to play a last-place team that has four wins, you expect that line to be at least six. That line's three and a half. They're begging you to bet Baltimore. Give me the Chargers plus the three and a half. And on Monday night, Minnesota's a a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The total's 43 against the Bears. The over is the play in that game. Remember, like I said, next week, NFL show, MLB hot stove, and a college basketball preview for the season as a lot of the preseason, not preseason, but I should say early season tournaments get played and we move closer to conference play in college basketball. You've been listening to the Sergio Rodriguez Show, a show unlike any other.